0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. inflation has appeared to double your gasoline prices, your grocery prices, even your housing prices. Nothing can be afforded, but Frank LaCie is asking, is this caused by Biden's policy concerning climate change? We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a new guest, and Frank Lacy is an expert on climate change, but especially energy prices and oil production, uh, carbon emissions. Are these things hurting the climate or are they having a reverse effect, the hidden effect of inflation? Uh, Welcome to the program, Frank Lacy via Skype. Frank, how are you today? Welcome to the program.
2: Fantastic, thank you for um, inviting me and um, I'd love to talk with your audience. So thank you very much. Well, thank
1: you. I've noticed uh, out of my own pocketbook, uh, on election day, when uh, w- when we were choosing between Trump and Biden, uh, and, and we know how that turned out, gasoline prices for, at my pump were about $1.89 a gallon. Uh, you know, earlier in that year, they had been almost a dollar a gallon, but now we're paying four twenty-nine for regular unleaded per gallon in Colorado. Uh, Does that have effect on my grocery prices and ultimately housing prices?
2: Absolutely it does. Energy is in virtually everything that we do, touch, eat, consume, um, and tremendous amounts of energy. And we also forget that oil is turned into uh, 6,000 different products, life-saving equipment, plastics to keep our food safe, uh, virtually from your toothbrush in the morning until you're putting your heads down on your sheets and, and crawling into bed at night, there are either energy and oil fuels that are going into it or transporting it and making those things. So everything, as energy gets more expensive, everything will get more expensive. So we have the twin overspending of government, which causes inflation, and then the borrowing costs go up because they're trying to fight inflation on the monetary level. And then we have inflation cooked into it. Biden economics is to cook this inflation into everything that we do. When when things are short, they cost more money, they have a war on fossil fuels, our primary fuel source, and fuel is food for our economy. No sane person, and I've changed my diet several times quite a bit, no sane person would phase out their previous food source until they had a new food source. They are attempting to phase out fossil fuels, which provide 80, 82% of our energy Um, and a huge amounts of energy we use to enjoy good lives and replace it with something that can't work because it's part-time. You can't run a full-time electric grid on part-time energy and that's the dirty secret that they are starting to realize and um, we aren't going to like blackouts but they're coming. We're becoming short of our electricity sources and if Biden has his way and the administration does, they're going to close down coal plants and that's going to make our electricity even more expensive.
1: Okay so Uh, What about wind and solar? You say, uh, when the wind isn't blowing, it's hard to power the grid. When the sun isn't shining, it's hard to power the grid. Uh, But even then, those sources rely on battery power. And from what I'm told, the battery technology is just not there yet to hold the kind of power that a city would need to run.
2: But you're absolutely correct. there There isn't enough batteries in the world, they aren't being made fast enough to build millions of tens of millions of electric vehicles and grid scale battery across the world it just isn't possible and if it were possible it's wildly expensive it's incredibly expensive to build this stuff and we're very short on the things that go into these um, batteries cobalt and lithium are big components of it and cobalt is harvested in africa where they use use child and almost slave labor terrible conditions it's it's the chinese control it they're pouring it out into the streets as they process this in China. Um, There's very little environmental protections. They're using slave labor in China. They've ens- enslaved many people. It- it's really incredible. It's based on some things that really harm our world and harm our environment, and we should be uh, care more about it. But there just isn't enough lithium, cobalt, germanium, all kinds of rare metals that go into these batteries to make them at scale. And even if we could, they'd be wildly expensive. So uh, this this transition is not possible. You cannot have full-time electricity with part-time wind and solar. And we aren't building enough. That's the other part of it. We aren't ready as a country to build literally thousands of square miles, thousands of square miles of solar panels and hundreds of thousands of additional wind towers. There aren't enough room for them. People don't want them in the backyards. And then to transport and use um, uh, high transmission wires are very expensive to build again. And they wanna build these, these power far from where people live and then transmit it to them. So that's gonna double or triple our electric rates as well as replacing uh, perfectly reliable, perfectly good, Uh, oil or natural gas, coal, nuclear power with wind and solar, which aren't going to work. Um, That's a big part of why your electric bill keeps going up. They've lied to us and they tell us that it's cheaper and the federal government is paying 30% when they build a wind tower or a solar panel, 30% of that, and then 30% of everything they earn downstream. We are heavily subsidizing with taxpayer money and it's still driving our electric rates up because you like buying a second car. If you bought a part-time second car, your your car prices would go up. Same thing's happening to our electric grid. All right,
1: you've got a taste for this, but Frank Lassie has a lot more to share after this short break. How is your marriage doing? Ladies, would you like to learn how to get your husband to love you the way Christ loves the church? Men, would you like your wife to show proper respect? You know, there's a Bible way to have a godly marriage. I'm not saying I'm the expert, but we interview in a four part video teaching series, a marriage and family ministry expert, Vince D'Acchioli. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. Three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage. And also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org.
0: need a physical or spiritual healing? Are you being tested or tried? When Jesus needed to pray, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Do you need to really connect with God? If you're visiting Colorado Springs, come see the Gateway Prayer Garden just south of the city along Interstate 25. Walk our prayer trails among the trees by the beautiful Fountain Creek. Stand at the foot of our large cross and connect with Jesus. Enter our life-size replica of the empty tomb and spend time reading key Bible verses etched in stone along our ground cross as big as a football field. Join our worship gatherings and plan to attend our annual Easter sunrise worship service. We're located off I-25, exit 132A at 8035 Bandley Road, just north of the KOA campground. Experience Jesus at gatewayprayergarden.org. That's gatewayprayergarden.org. Empowering you, the grassroots activist, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Frank LaCie, uh, and he is not funded by the oil industry. He is not a spokesman for any, you know, gas and electric company who's trying to make a profit on this. He's just a researcher who cares about you and your pocketbook. Uh, Frank, I I try to be environmentally responsible. I mean, I drive a, a glorified Toyota Prius. It's it's a low end Lexus model, but uh, you know, I I care about ducks and, and oil spills and and I wanna be, a good why do i why do i have this guilt where is this coming from
2: well it's the constant propaganda um we are in fact most people and i'm one of them we we want a clean environment we want our children and grandchildren to have a, a good place to live a clean place to live and in fact it's cleaner now and people don't know that that's the part of the propaganda we have focused so much on co2 as this evil molecule that's causing undue warming, which just simply is not true, that we're not actually doing the right things that we should be doing, and we should be looking at the world uh, throughout because China and, and India are polluting great, greatly in their areas of the world, but our areas are so much cleaner. The air we breathe, the water in our lakes, rivers, and streams, virtually everywhere in the United States is so much cleaner now than it was 20 years or 40 years ago. Uh, CO2, we exhale it with every breath. CO2 is a plant food that makes plants grow so much better. Worldwide crop harvest and yields—the amount of land, amount you get from the land, you know, from the same acre—produces more. Um, is growing because of CO2. NASA study from 2016, and you can get, Google it up. CO2 uh, greening the world, 2016, NASA. Um, they attribute 70% of a much greener world. Our world is 30% greener than it was 40 years ago, and they attribute 70% of that to more CO2. CO2 is excellent plant food. We need it to feed the 8 billion people and growing throughout the world. And they have a war on CO2, and really I think it's a war on capitalism and on freedom. These people, uh, elites from around the world and controlling politicians like Biden wanna micromanage every single thing we do. And in fact, that's the only way they can get even nearly to this net zero goal that's just typically impossible. And they are working on it. They're working on a carbon card so that they can carbon ration all of us. So when you take a plane flight or uh, you buy beer or you you have a hamburger, you you buy charcoal, heaven forbid, and release carbon, they wanna limit that. So wealthy people will just buy their way out of it as they do now. They can afford double or triple electric rates, but regular people, (laughs) particularly people on fixed income, cannot afford a double electric rate or this 5, 10, 15, 20% year after year electric rate increases and doubling our gas prices. And the reason oil and... I scratched my head for a long time why oil and gas companies aren't fighting back on the whole climate change propaganda. They make more money when their product is in short supply. When people have to have it, they need to have it, and we all see it, uh, until the price gets really high, we just keep buying it. And that's why they, it benefits them. They make better profits um, having to make less less oil. Uh, there's an irony here and it's like a, a hidden
1: secret that when the Biden administration clamps down and over-regulates energy production, it ironically makes the gas companies richer because it raises, it. Art, there's a government regulation that artificially raises the cost of energy because of over-regulation. And then they, the oil companies can make less oil and get charged more for it. That's why your gasoline prices have doubled, which doubles your grocery bill, which doubles. This is government caused, and it's because of the propaganda that that makes us vote to the left on on energy issues. Anyway, uh, not me, but but some people do that when they're when they're deceived, and then the government gets encouraged to. Clamp down even more, so there's more regulation, and it's a never-ending cycle. The net effect is poor people suffer because they can't afford to stay in their own houses. Do you know young people who can afford a mortgage right now or a $600,000 house in the city?
2: Absolutely not. You're you're at the nail on the head. Uh, a major cost for us, of course, after food is energy, and. The overregulation is a major problem, and it's based on propaganda, folks. There are less hurricanes, not more. There just was one, but now they're claiming there were. There are less hurricanes now in the last 30 years than there were before. We have less wildfires throughout the world and in the United States than we have in the last 100 years. It is amazing what type of propaganda. The IPCC, the UN that studies all this, says there's no trend in floods or droughts throughout the world. And in fact, the eastern half of the United States gets 10% more rain than it did 100 years ago. Our growing seasons are about a week longer on either side than they used to be. So we can grow crops farther north. Those are all good, good things. And then they spin it and say, well, you know, the the pollen season's longer, so the hay season's longer. Well, of course it is, because spring comes a little bit earlier and fall uh, lasts a little bit longer. In a real world, those things would be um, sun praises of. Water vapor is the most important abundant greenhouse gas that causes most of the warning. Professor Will Happer of Princeton, a physicist, who is just brilliant and studied this in depth, says that he believes that water vapor and clouds together make up 95% of the greenhouse effect. We just had Honga Tonga, a a great pig uh, volcano uh, last year, that put 15% more water vapor into the atmosphere, and then we have a little bit warmer and a little bit warmer. We have a very gently warming world and that's great because coming out of the Little Ice Age, um, it, it, we don't wanna go back to the Little Ice Age. Um, and then we had a warmer time. This is one of the propaganda, the big lie, it's never been warmer. Vikings settled Greenland. They grew crops, had trees, lived there for about 300 years, from about 950 to 1350, about 400 years. They, they had the medieval warm period it was warm throughout the world there's plenty of evidence of this but they've erased this to pretend that now we have unprecedented warming warming is good for humans warming is good for plants co2 is good for plants we need to talk to more people about this particularly the 30 and under crowd and we need fossil fuels to eat they always talk about all the cost of all of this and we're living longer than ever before throughout the whole world throughout the whole world and yet they're telling us that somehow fossil fuels that provide the energy, provide the the fuel and the fertilizer that feeds half the world is made, nitrogen fertilizers made with uh, natural gas and nitrogen from the air. Um, it, It feeds the world and we ignore that. I like eating, all of us like eating. We have tremendous choices because things can be transported from South America in the winter up here. So we have fruits during the, during the winter. All, all different things are, are going on because we have abundant energy and they are attacking energy, which hurts all of us which ultimately hurts capitalism and gives them an excuse for one world government, that's what they're really working for. So then like the EU, member states can shrug and go, oh, it's not us in the Netherlands government that wants to close down uh, thousands of farms and stop you from using fertilizers. It's not us, it's the EU. So our leaders can shrug and go, it's not us, it's who that says we should have a a mandate. I've noticed that uh, the Netherlands you mentioned They
1: have more land now than they've ever had because of land reclamation projects. The sea is not flooding them nearly like it was, you know, uh, 800 years ago, they were all underwater, but now they have that farmland, they just can't use it because of government regulation. Also, I'm noticing, I just drove from, uh, from Buffalo to Colorado Springs and I saw more green across the countryside because of record rainfall this year. You know, a couple years ago, we were talking about terrible droughts and California has no water for their crops. We've had record rainfall and beautiful green lush countryside this year. Uh, it's almost like a jungle. Even Colorado is green. That's that's never happened before. Uh, the snow melt is, is providing ample water finally. Uh, and, and it was hot. It was 105 degrees when I was driving across Kansas. But in the 1980s, We had even higher temperatures across Kansas, uh, you know, 110 degrees for the entire month of July. But that was way back before everyone started driving SUVs in earnest, Uh, and back when we only had two billion people on the earth, now we have eight billion people. uh, And the Hubbard Glacier, I just went to Alaska, is actually growing by three feet every year. How can that be possible when it's all supposed to be melting, the the polar bear population is up, not down? All these things that they throw out, the propaganda that I've heard can be debunked. And let's take a short break. We're gonna talk about carbon dioxide and how that is not really the evil that you think it is after this. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
3: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code, News, and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code, PrayNews, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support.
3: They get a lot of help, Not a little bit, a lot of help.
1: <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen.
3: Amen.
1: You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear,
3: dog... Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get My Pillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our 3-in-1 sale. or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone.
0: stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this
1: ministry here's dr chaps welcome back i'm dr chaps uh you know what when i was in sixth grade i learned about the greenhouse gas effect and light comes from the sun and it goes through the ozone layer which is a protective layer uh, and it goes down uh, and the heat gets trapped because it bounces off the earth and it goes up and then it bounces down uh, and then things tend to warm up If there's more or less ozone, I forget how that works, and and why is carbon dioxide not as bad as they say?
2: Well, number one is it's not the most important greenhouse gas. The most abundant important greenhouse gas, and it's about 40 to 50 times more abundant than CO2, is water vapor. They completely ignore it. They try not to talk about it ever. And if people realize it, then their answer is, well, CO2 really drives warming then a warmer atmosphere can hold more water vapor, so therefore it will, and it'll just create exponential warming and everything will go, go crazy. Well, and that, you know, I thought about it and thought about it. It took me a little while to figure out that just because warm air can hold more moisture than cold air doesn't mean that it will. Think about the deserts of the world, the Death Valley, Gobi Desert, Sahara Desert. Dry areas, just because they're hot, doesn't make them moist. Southern California, sometimes it's all cyclical, folks. It's all cyclical. Sometimes it's very dry. Sometimes we're getting more wet. They tend to be dry in Southern California. I lived there long ago. But CO2 is a secondary um, trace gas. It's very small amount. It's 420 parts per million. And water vapor is about 20,000 parts per million. And your your description of kind of bouncing around of the energy reflected off of Earth is the greenhouse effect. Without it, we would have a we would have very very hot days like a desert and very very cold nights. And even worse, the Moon is a great example of no atmosphere whatsoever. It, it gets almost boiling during the day and almost almost absolute zero during the night. So um, um, CO2 and methane I should mention as well is only two parts per million. So you have two parts per million, 420 parts per million, and 20,000 parts per million. And they claim that the two and the 420 parts per million are driving all of this. That's absolutely crazy. And to understand a little bit of how our Earth works weather system, the basics are the sun heats up the middle part between the tropics, that causes a lot of evaporation off of the oceans primarily, but also from lakes, rivers, and streams, that floats up. A warmer, air, warm, moist air is lighter than the other air. So it floats up, it starts going towards the poles. It meets cold air from the poles and that gives us weather. And when there's a bigger differential between the cold of the pole and the, the warmth of the middle of the earth, then we have worse weather. That's how the weather really works. When there's milder weather like we have now, and you mentioned back in the 70s and 80s, we did have hotter summers now. I think that there is more, mo- there is more moisture, particularly since Honga put 15% more water vapor in the atmosphere, there are more clouds. We've all been out during the day. Clouds reflect the sunlight during the day, making for milder days. It's not as hot when there's a lot of cloud cover. We all get that. And at night, it keeps the cold, nighttime colds, not as cool, not as cold, because it holds the heat in. That, that's the basis of it. And empirically, it's, it, that's happening. Our, our evenings, nights aren't quite as cold as they used to be, and our days aren't quite as hot as they used to be. Completely different from what they tell you. We had the hottest, most hot days Across the country and across the world in the 20s and 30s. It cooled from the 30s into all the way till 1978 or 1979. They have erased that. NOAA and NASA have erased the cooling. Now we have records of it, we have stories of it, we have all kinds of data from it, but they just erase it, they just change it to fit their narrative because it isn't as warm today. Yes, we're in a little bit warmer period and no one can predict what it's gonna be like 40 or 50 years from now. Just like the weathermen can't predict two weeks from now. I mean, they can give you a good guess, but nobody honest person really knows. So water, uh, CO2 is a benefit to the world. We are harvesting more crops and we will continue to. We, it'll take 200 years to double to 850 parts per million, 200 years. We have plenty of time, if I'm wrong, but this rush to decarbonize. And meanwhile, China is burning more than half of the eight and a half billion tons of coal used every year. China is building hundreds of coal plants right now. And they aren't stopping, they last 50 to 75 years. They emit more CO2 than the whole (laughs) industrialized world combined, including the US. They're getting strong, we're getting weak. We're buying wind and solar from them at a great cost to us. So it's the
1: crazy. net effect of, of all of this regulation is it increases fear in the voter base. We vote for more government and we support higher taxation. Higher taxation has the effect of starving poor people or making them freeze in the dark. When they, over, when they raise the energy costs so high, people can't afford their mortgage, they become homeless, because they can't pay their light bill, they can't pay their electric bill, they can't pay for gasoline in their car, they can't pay for their food, and poor people starve. Not just in Africa anymore, now it's happening here in America. And so real compassion for the poor, in my opinion, means we've got a lower energy price, lower inflation, so that poor people can afford to live. Otherwise, it's all the rich people driving around in Teslas, and they don't care. They can afford it because they're socially elite, but they are forcing the poor people to starve, and that is not compassionate at all. Frank, we're out of time, but your website is truthinenergyandclimate.com. We hope everybody goes there. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit, prayinjesusname.org. If you need prayer, call us today at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.